Hello, and welcome to the Missionary Disciple Podcast by Catholic Christian Outreach. The aim of this podcast is to inspire, equip, and challenge you, our listener, to be an active and effective evangelist. If you have any questions about evangelization, please email us at podcast at cco.ca, and we'll answer them in a future episode. All right, let's dive in. Welcome back to the Missionary Disciple Podcast, where we have a discussion about how we actually live or become missionary disciples. We're going to continue our conversation on prophetic listening. So welcome, Angel and Holly, to our conversation. I just want to place a little bit of a context to this really important discussion about prophetic listening. When we're talking about prophetic listening, we're really talking about the conversation that's happening a spiritual conversation that's happening with somebody that we're talking to, at, a, for example, in a coffee shop or around a kitchen table, or it might be me as a leader in a small group, you know, in my parish, maybe leading RCIA or even Alpha or Discovery Study, um, or it's a conversation I'm having with somebody that um, that I'm coaching. You know, for example, I'm coaching a, a, somebody that's leading the RCA that they're leading someone else. So it's it's this conversation. I'm helping someone move from here to there. So Anshay, why don't you? Uh, we're, today we're going to be talking in a particular way. Last week we talked about, about the, the attitude. Attitudes. This week it's talking about the skills. So yeah. maybe you could talk about the four skills of a prophetic listening conversation. Yeah. So the four skills that we are going to be walking through today is first rapport then survey, and then discern, and then strengthen. So just in quick strokes, rapport is, I think you guys know what the word rapport means, even though it's probably got French roots, right? Like we're all French in Canada. Um, Rapport is this, you know, building trust with people, uh, building friendship. And survey is that aspect of the conversation where you're just kind of seeing what's going on. There's a lot of questions, just a lot of observing. And then... The next one is, by the way, Zoom. 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 Oh. Yeah, we picked that different. Oh, we changed a new word. Yeah. Oh, we do that. We're trying so hard to actually be, you know, selective in our words. But Zoom, we call it Zoom. And the Zoom has nothing to do with Mazda, Zoom, Zoom. It's um, zooming into what it seems that the Lord is highlighting or what's most important right now. Sometimes you have to filter that most important thing. Anyway, we'll get to that. And then the last point of strengthening is when you've had the conversation and you're, you're working through something. Just not leaving that there. Like you have to give the person something to to strengthen and grow whatever is going on, um, to encourage them to to press on in the faith. So that's kind of like broad strokes, even though scratch the discern thing. So rapport, survey, zoom, strengthen. Okay. So Holly, talk to us a little bit about rapport. Rapport. So in the that first part of the conversation, I mean, most of our ministry happens in conversations, right? And like you talked about all those different settings. Um, if you can imagine yourself in a small group or in a one-on-one, you're trying to uh, be all things to all people. You know, uh, St. Paul talks about that, and I identify with that. I think of myself, and and you might as well as a leader, figuring out who they are and how, how you can be with them in what they're excited about. Uh, you know, if it's an athlete, I myself am not an athlete, but I, I know a little bit about going to the gym and a little bit about running. So I try to find ways to talk to them and delight in uh, the activity that they do um, and why they're really into it and ask them about what that looks like in their life. Um, if it's a mom, if it's a young single person, uh, not trying to bring them into what I'm into and kind of hoping they can follow and, and you know, become my follower or be cool with me. I, I actually want to make them feel like that's really awesome that you're into that. Tell me more about it. 
uh, delighting, delighting in them and and in the and their interests. They feel seen. They feel known. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's authentic mm-hmm. because we sure. we do want to love them, and we know that the best way is to be interested in what they're interested in, even if it's a stretch for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I, I would I, I think of an example on campus. Um, one of my friends was really into like detail on her clothing and into sequins, and I remember the missionary on campus saying, "Oh, you like sequins? She likes sequins. Let's let, let's be friends," kind of a thing. And it was <laughs> it was a bit of a joke, and it can come across patronizing, but it was a small detail of something she was interested in, and she noticed and. She was trying to bring people together with. Um, that was never my experience on campus with guys. We never talked. <laughs> never about talked sequins. about sequins. Well, maybe but we should definitely have tried. talked I don't know. about, I could have about Tom Brady or something, like right? That, but John yeah. Brady, Tom. Tom, Tom. Yeah. So basically, I think what your um, rapport is really developing, um, like Sherry Waddell, the the um, the thresholds mm-hmm. is trust. Mm-hmm. We're uh, you know it's, it's really we want them to feel like. They they can trust us because that they belong. Yeah, yeah, all of that, all that good yeah. stuff. So that, that takes time and effort. Mm-hmm. So what? So we're really you kind of can't go anywhere without that. Like it's a yeah. really important step, and we might feel like, oh yeah, yeah, that, and I want to get to the delivery of the message. I want to get to the change in this mm-hmm. life. But I actually would be like, do not move forward if you're not sure that you have trust. It actually, can take a lot of time to build yeah. that trust mm-hmm. and to build that rapport because all the messaging. Um, you know, whether it is Discovery um, or Alpha or the ministry that you're building, if you don't have that, it cheapens yeah. everything else. It makes it harder. So are you saying that you should kind of start doing a lot of rapport before you start doing program? Or do you mean like every conversation has rapport? Or do you mean a little bit of everything? What, I, I do mean have? every conversation has rapport because sometimes you fall off track or you haven't seen each other. Or they've lived something that you're not aware of. And if you always show up being like, mm, we're together and removing, but there's they still need that connection. They still need to to remember that you see yeah. them and that you know them. Um, so I think every, you know, we, we, we build into our programs for the small group leader to always practice that at the beginning. There's, it's like built in, like we, we kind of say do this at the beginning of every lesson, yeah. but we're even stepping outside of leading the program and just meeting with someone one-on-one, spend time connecting and making sure that trust mm-hmm. is present. Yeah. Well, um, I, yesterday I'm, I'm <clears throat> coaching this guy, uh, director of evangelization down in the States and we meet weekly, uh, it just reminded me of how we started our phone call yesterday. I said, um, "Oh, I'm." I said I was really enjoying the sunshine in the fall, and uh, you know, I was saying I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I said, "So, what's it like down there?" And he described kind of what it's like. Then I said, "What's your favorite season?" Um, and he spent a lot of time talking about how, cool. you know, he he likes when it's hot if he's by water, but he loves fall. Because it's easy to kind of um, live in, in Enjoy that. Enjoy being inside. You know, he's like me. He's like you, but <laughs> oh, but nice. to me that was rapport. That's you right. Know, and we we talked like that for five minutes. But I mean, Canadians always talk about the weather. Yeah, well, uh, we can. It, it could be anything. It could be, but it's really easy by just asking a question. So, what do you think? Uh, you know, what do you think of? But you, you know, know this guy. So why was it important to just? Like, do well, because I, I, one, I know now that he likes, you know, um, being near water. And, you know, that might come up later, you know, or he loves the fall. Well, you know, and he enjoys winter. He said, I like winter. I like the four seasons. Well, you know, maybe we can listen to the four seasons. He likes that music. No. Um, we, I'm sure the Lord wants that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, that's kind of stuff where he feels heard. He feels like we're mm-hmm. friends. But also that yeah. that might I know something that 
you know, might inform a conversation even later. You know, so I think rapport is really important. I think what you're doing is you're snooping to find out when he's going surfing, yes. so that you can tag well, along. I mean, there, there is, there is. I, I just have to, like we talked about last week. I have to be more um, detached. And, yes. yes. Okay. Absolutely. But I think rapport is is really critical. And like Angel said, like why would you have started like that in that conversation? Why do we always start like that? Because it is a privilege to be given such a place in someone's life, right? To be able to speak truth, to notice things. And you can't just like take authority. You can't just show up and start assuming that you're, you have a message of relevance and away we kind of go. It, it, it's really cheapens it if it doesn't begin with, um, with trust. So it can sound like, oh, well, that's so manipulative, manipulative. You're trying to make sure they feel seen. You're finding a quick thing to, to touch on so that you can get to business or something, but it's actually not like we, because we love, we build rapport because we love so we can know. And as we come to know, our proclamation is much more relevant. It's deepening what God yeah. wants to do. So you can't like, and, and sometimes mm-hmm. we do when we bypass it, we end up, we have to actually begin again, you know, um, yeah. in the conversation because that's how the Lord has wired the heart. Yeah. It's relational. So we have mm-hmm. to. But even the fact that we have to teach it, I find funny because it's like, we just do. Right. Like, it's just. I think most humans do, and for sure in CCO, we're just so such a relational ministry that sometimes we have to cut down the rapport side and like let's do the program right. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I agree now. but but no, but it is a thing. Like it, we don't just do it because it's fun and we like chatting. We do it because we know it has value, and it actually is for the greater glory of God because we're friends, we're trusted, we share, we're accompanying someone that we like and that they like us, you know? So yeah. I, I'll just finish off with rapport is not only getting, you know, finding out about them, but it's actually them finding out about us. I let him know that I dislike winter. I dislike it with a passion. I, you know, <laughs> like I, I want, so maybe I was hunting for, you know. I think we, so. Yeah. I no, so. I, I dislike winter and he knows that now. Mm-hmm. He knows I like the hot sun. And um, so, so rapport, go, you know, it's really up being more transparent and vulnerable. And, mm-hmm. so, and now all of your listeners know how much you hate winter in Canada and how much you love the water and surfing. Yeah. And like maybe they just have an ocean house yeah. somewhere to invite Contact you for a Dante. visit. <laughs> Please. Just saying. I beg of you. <laughs> save me in January and February from... Snowbanks. Yeah, snowbanks. Okay. So let's uh, let's move. Um, so now we've built rapport. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I think it gets very provocative, or I don't know what's the right word, but um, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because and and I, I encourage you to listen up because this is really an art. What we're what we're um, uh, going to talk about is an art, a skill that can be refined um, and extremely effective in helping bringing people from here to there. So this is the artist formerly known yeah, as okay. Holly. So <laughs> Do so, your thing. Okay, so now we're, we're done. <laughs> On that note. Yeah, with Survey. Did you say the title already? No, I didn't. Okay. Now so you just said it. Survey is uh, the second... Uh, skill and you know if you step one was rapport step two in the conversation of prophetic listening is is to survey um so when i'm surveying when we survey what we mean is asking a lot of open-ended questions like how are you doing um why and why do you think that what are you seeing what are you experiencing and you know andre always says you know continue to ask until you feel uncomfortable um because you're going to get to a spot where they're becoming aware of how they feel and we're not always walking around really aware you know sometimes someone will say to me how was your weekend i'm like 
always make me kind of, what did I do Can again? I just jump in there? Sure. In the surveying, yeah. um, sorry, um, okay. uh, the surveying is actually not getting him to be uncomfortable. The surveying is really at a me very- uncomfortable. Like oh, I you? feel okay. like I'm annoying. Like I actually oh, feel okay. when I'm see. teaching this, what people say is it feels annoying. I already asked. And no, you okay. actually, it is uncomfortable to continue okay, asking questions because our instinct is like, I want to teach now. You know, I want to say something. So the discomfort is to the continue asking. Okay. Don't assume you know. Keep asking. Um, yeah, okay. That discomfort. Yeah. Not so can you give them. us an example? Like let's yeah. say you just taught an RCIA yeah. thingy and you're kind of lingering in the hallway as you're heading out and you want to just kind of see if the person's getting it. Like what would you do like in your survey? Yeah, so – what would you think of tonight? Oh, it's good. I love being with you guys. It's so good. It's like a highlight of my week. Oh, why is it the highlight of your week? You know, what, what's good about it? What, what's the highlight? Uh, I don't know. Um, that part when you guys talked about, you know, the, like the point of our faith is, is relational. It's just like I, I've never, you know, and it, away we go kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's, um, the, it's bringing them into an awareness of themselves and you're asking more questions so that you can come to to truly see and um like I slipped in there like I re I'm repeating their narrative like I'm repeating their words to themselves so sometimes a temptation in exciting spiritual conversations to oh you mean you know and someone is beginning to share you know after discovery a certain lesson uh I feel yeah just so wild and you don't want to be like Oh, well, what, you know, turn it into your own words. Oh, you mean it's intense and I know why it's in like you just you don't want to <laughs> you say wild, eh? Why is it wild? Like continue giving them their yeah. words and repeating back to them their experience in their words actually allows them to go where they need to go like you said in their heart. I really yeah. like that that point that you're making. Um and it gives us the intel we need in our docility to go, "Okay, I, I think I'm seeing something here. Well, I, I, you know, this survey right. is really, really important. The way we could define, you know, how we survey is just asking, like you said, really open-ended questions. Mm -hmm. And we're not really going deep. We're not saying, so, you know, like, why, why this, no. you know? You're actually, you said it well, what do you think of that talk? The way you could describe surveying is you go into a building and the first thing you do is you survey you're getting, um, you're, uh, you're kind of getting the lay of the land so that you feel comfortable. You know where you're at. Mm -hmm. So, so you're going, oh, okay. You know, th there's a wall there, and you know, I like the window there, and the light switches are here, and you're getting a, a sense of the land so that when you <laughs> go the next level, you actually kind of know where you're at. You know, and so with the person, you're you're in a way surveying, just getting a sense of where they're at. So what was their response? So think of the this this happens in all situations, okay? And we just have to have that that mentality, the skill to ask, so that we understand their response to that. So what what often happens is that, for example, you're you brought a person to to mass, mm -hmm. okay? The first question at the end is not to avoid this question: What did you think of the homily? And you're not, you know, like, oh, you know, and, and preaching at them, you know, the homily member, Jesus present, you know, like everything. Sure. You're just asking what they think. What was your experience? And you're not trying to get deep right away. You're just trying to get a sense of what, where they're at, their, their initial response to. In Alpha, you might ask, so what did you think of his talk? And, and they give their response. In your mind, what you're hearing is where they're at. You're not thinking the next thing you got to tell them. You're actually listening to where they're You at. do this so, and anyways, and as you're just, you do it so naturally and it, yeah. it's exciting for you 
and it's natural. But for a lot of us, like, you know, it is uncomfortable. Like we almost just want them. If they, something said to them, they're going to tell me, you know, like, and they'll let me know, like if they're excited okay, about it. Yes. So, so there's, there's like yeah. a, I'm not going to pry and, oh, I'm here. Oh Lord, I'm, you know, if they say something, but you know, surveying, it, it, it is brave and it is uncomfortable. And there are, like, it, it's hard after mass if you do bring someone back who hasn't been in a while or a family member that's in town to say somewhere, like at brunch or like, what'd you think of, like, it's it's courageous. Like, it really is courageous to say, what did you think of, of mass today? Like, what stood out to you? And to, to go there um, and then to ask the following, following questions. Because if they do shut it down with something simple, they're not saying, oh, I don't want you to talk to me. They're just, good. <laughs> right and it, it is really a very important step that it's effortful like um yeah. it, it's it we have to generate that level of conversation and it means us taking the initiative like you can't wait they're not gonna s hey can you survey me you know do yeah you know what I exactly mean? Like so in a coffee shop for example when there's no context of the discussion sure. uh, what you're the way it's surveying is happening is um that you know say you're talking about um, they're really struggling. You're in a situation and you know in the back of your mind they don't know Jesus yet mm -hmm. um, and you haven't been able to, you know, like get them to church or whatever it is. But you're in a conversation and and, um, and, they, and they start talking about, you know, oh, I'm just so disappointed with, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, like what I'm hearing about the scandals. Or they might say, I'm just really... Um, really disappointed with my husband about or whatever it is. Your your initial the surveying is saying, what is it? What is it that you're like struggling with? You know, like, and by them by you getting a lay of kind of where they're the survey, um, what you're getting a sense of what's going on inside. You're listening for what's going on inside. You're going to get a lot of disordered thinking, you know, in what's going on inside or ordered thinking. I mean, it's not, they might actually be coming up with good revelation. You know, it's like, I realized that, you know what? My life does have value. Okay, you can, that's something beautiful. But you're, you're understanding the lay of the land. You, you, you now feel comfortable to navigate in that home that house and it's not automatic I guess that's what I'm emphasizing yeah. or drawing out is like it, it okay. takes it's a decision like to say I need okay. to get out and survey no one is going to come to me and say okay survey me now I have some things no okay. one naturally comes and says oh no, I'm really struggling with this mm -hmm. you know my it, you started right you started by saying how are you doing what are you thinking and so after your events you know after you've led your lesson um, of your program whether it's yeah discovery alpha um, the ministry that you're leading don't leave unsurveyed like don't just assume that something's going to be happening in their lives and they'll come and let you know and then you'll get to survey like you actually have to go and start those conversations you have yeah. to ask catch people stop you know go and say what are you thinking what are you feeling what yeah. are you living um mm -hmm. you have to that takes initiative uh, yeah. to to get that ball rolling and um to draw out of them like what they're okay. experiencing yeah. you do it automatically um yeah, so that's how you interact, but okay. it's, we're, we're taking from that strength and we're, we're encouraging it, okay. like go out and survey. So don't be, don't be afraid to actually ask kind of these, mm -hmm. these pretty open-ended questions. What did you think? Like, uh, hey, you know. People feel so valued, right? Yeah. Like you feel so valued someone. You always say, yeah, people don't like, uh, people like talking about themselves. They like, you know. They do. But they also get kind of weirded out that someone would be asking so many questions. So there's like, uh, yeah, they, but. 
But it's important because most people go to an event and then they just leave and no one ever says to them like, what stood out to you? Why did that stand out to you? Um, how does this relate to what you're going so through? So they'd be right uncomfortable now? with that. But so there's a little a bit of thing. discomfort, but I'm not saying it's wrong, right? So yeah. like I've I've seen people looking at you going like, I can't believe he's asking me this, but you're just like expecting them to answer. And they're like, well, and then they answer you. They just do. Yeah. So like I'm trying to like bottle, like Holly is like bottle the thing that you do. And I think it's like, what struck you? What did you think? Why did you think that? How did that speak Bottle to it you? in the form of a good bottle of wine. That'd be yes. awesome. Yes. Be great. But so, yeah, that's a good point because, yeah, people do feel uncomfortable. They're going, well, why'd you just ask me that? Maybe that's actually the courage. That's what you're trying to say. It's totally is, courageous. Yeah. And I think for a lot of our like listeners and leaders and young leaders, like we want to be missionary disciples. We want to go out and multiply. We believe in people over program. But when we say, okay, so how? It's actually the spookiness of this. This is actually okay. that this is where, is where the rubber hits the road, as you say, or the people over program comes into play is after your program is done and everyone applauds or ends with a prayer go and say, what'd you think of that? How are you feeling? Um, mm -hmm. That isn't automatic. It's not included in leader guides of, of material all over the world necessarily, the what happens after the content is delivered. You know, our conferences, mm -hmm. Rise Up, um, retreats, yeah. having people on the ground, presuming that God has accomplished something. Yeah. Um, right. is, you know, so, um, yeah. okay, so I'm just thinking, yeah. we're discussing, we're, we're discovering as we discuss, you know, you're saying kind of after the event, mm -hmm. actually, um, Say if you're leading Alpha, if you're a table leader at Alpha, or if you're leading RCA, actually the surveying might actually happen oh, in totally. in that. Mm -hmm. um, so the program, like in Discovery, the surveying is already happening in the questions, built right you know, in, yeah. it's built right in. So our job there is maybe because the the uncomfortableness will happen in the third um, step, but. Um, but our job there as we survey is to actually listen well. That's a really important part of the surveying. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's where you know, we got to listen to the Holy Spirit and listen to what they're saying and understand it in light of the direction we're taking, what, what was the purpose of this evening. You know, like we're, we're taking all that yeah, into Yeah, I have play. an example of that actually. Um, there was a, a couple at a parish that was in uh, marriage prep and they had never seen a Catholic marriage. And so um, the pastor said, like, I would like you to come to this CCO wedding and just observe this wedding, mm -hmm. and you'll see what a good Catholic wedding is like. And CCO weddings are beautiful. Yours was beautiful. You know, like, it's just beautiful readings that mean something, homilies that are just, like, mm -hmm. awesome. The couple has their hands in worship. They're kneeling before Our Lady, consecrating their marriage. Like, it's beautiful, right? They're always beautiful. And so this couple was, was watching the wedding, and so... Uh, I was tipped off that they had come for this reason, that they were like not invited guests. And so I asked them after the wedding, so what stood out to you about the wedding? And um, he's like, oh, it was really beautiful. The music was awesome. And there always is awesome music. And she's like, yeah, the music. And then like the flowers, I really loved her bouquets. I was like, okay. So I'm listening and surveying, but what I'm hearing is what I'm not hearing. They didn't say anything about the Catholicity or the fervor of faith in this wedding. They saw the outside part. And it could be because they didn't have trust with me. I'm just being like the friendly person, like, how did you like it? Um, but if I'd had time, I would have been able to get below that surface and say, like, what stood out to you from the Catholic perspective or from celebrating as a Christian marriage? 
than I could have, you know, dug in, mm-hmm. which is going into our next point, which is Zoom. But the survey wasn't so much what they said as what they didn't say. And now you're able to navigate to like, the okay, next level based they, on They either it. didn't get it or they're uncomfortable talking about it yet. So I'm going to mm-hmm. play with that and find a way. To find a way. Yeah. 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 Because that was the reason why they were there was not to see the flowers. Yeah. It was to see a Christian Catholic marriage that's, exactly. you know intended to be what it is. Yeah. So which brings us to the next one um, is Zoom. Um, maybe, yeah, uh, Holly, you can kind of start talking a little bit about Zoom. There's so much to be said here. Mm-hmm. I mean, talking courage and the need for the Holy Spirit right here. So mm-hmm. what yes. is Zoom? So Zoom, um, like we also use the word like the further discernment, the deeper discernment of what God is doing. We're trying to um, Ask the person questions that are helping them clarify for themselves what they're experiencing, um, and we get to unpack it with them. So an image that I've, like, I use for myself is I almost, it's like the Lord is showing you this is something I'm doing. This is an area where I'm alluring them and I'm pursuing them, or this is an area where they're hurting, and it's like a window and then we're going to open the window. We're going to go in a room. You know, I, I'm letting you know that this is a thing. And now you, everything is pausing. We're opening the window. We're going in to take a look and figure out what's what's really going on mm-hmm. here and, and get get more a complete picture of where that comes from. Those statements and that 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 feeling that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, but yeah. I want to the point. I mean, well put. So there's a window that that window you see the window would be the um, the survey. Mm-hmm. It's an invitation to go. Go in. Um, in. It's really important that you understand that that window is the one we're going in. If we go in another window, not the one that was surveyed, we kind of where we want to go, that's called breaking and entry. Correct. You know, it's it's kind of, you know, it's, it's it, so if they, if they say. Yeah, and, they, and you'll feel that they don't want to go there. And if we've misassessed and we do go in, they're like, they're, they are uncomfortable with the conversation going there. And that's pretty obvious. Like yeah. when you're. Like, you're for example. There. Um, this this couple. Yeah. If they were talking flowers and music, and I say, so do you believe that Jesus is present sure. in the Eucharist? Sure. That's that's not, not that a window. Wasn't open that day. Yeah, yeah. That's that window not open wasn't that day. open. No, it's um, it's it, there's there's some kind of an encounter happening. By the way, this package breaking in. Yeah, like someone that write that down. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, we're allowed to go into the Zoom if I if I were to put it that way. This third phase of. Uh, this third skill, this third part of the conversation, if we've um, dis- discerned like that there's something to be talked about here, we, um, we've recognized that they've had an encounter or there's a, a pain point, um, um, there's something going on that we are zooming in on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and we want to yeah. deepen that. Like we want to go with them mm-hmm. so that we don't just whisk through it and wish them a nice day. Like, actually, you know, uh, that, that's really good, but it could actually be not a pain point at a survey level. Okay, let me explain. Um, it, um, the Zoom actually discovers more the pain point. Hmm. Um, what the survey does is actually kind of uh, give us a sense of what's the next question to ask. So, for example, you know, I survey and I go, what do you think of, you know, the flowers and, you know, um, and, uh, you know, the music, and they said the music and the flowers. And, you know, you know where you're taking them. So you might ask, you know, like, because you have nothing right now. There's no pain point. It's just purely yeah. they didn't say anything. So you, you're you actually trying to discover where, but already you know there's a lack of faith just based on their answer and you knew from before. So you might go, so um, what did you think of, of the homily? 
you know, what do you think of the homie? Because now you're kind of going somewhere where it will expose something. So you're zooming in on something that, you know, mm-hmm. in this case, it, it was zooming in on what wasn't said. Mm-hmm. But another person, it might be, you know, like you're talking to them and say, so what do you think of the talk? Mm-hmm. And they might go, yeah, I, I really liked it. You know, I just think that, you know, Father Baron, uh, Bishop Barron's excellent. But I, I'm, I found it hard to kind of understand, you know, the beginning part. But I really liked how he ended it and it was excellent, you know. Well, already I'm, I'm going, he didn't like something. That's where I want to go. I want to zoom in on what might be a pain point. Or he might have said something like, I really liked it, but what I really, I liked the front end of what he said. It was so powerful. Hmm. But then it, it kind of was good and I really enjoyed it. It was an hour well spent. Well, I'd want to go there. I'd say, okay, what was powerful? What was powerful? So yeah. what I'm zooming in on where the pain point is. So in in survey, you're actually, it's really disturbing. You're not seeing anything about the house that is kind of disturbing at all. But you're going, oh, look at that hallway there. Um, I wonder what's in that hallway. Mm-hmm. So you might explore a little bit more specifically, and then you're like, yeah. mm, not so much. I'm going to come out here and explore a little exactly. bit Exactly. So surveying, and you're, you're actually, uh, pain point is, so in an alpha, you know, like you're just, serving and you can see that they're going i really like what i'm hearing in these videos they're really impressive they're very clear i just like they're making a lot of sense okay you're surveying things what you're hearing is that oh things are making sense but the zooming is to try to figure out what is making sense so you're going what is making sense Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and, and now they go well, what's making sense is that that God is personal. I've never seen that before. Well, now you're zoomed into, uh, you know, now you can even go zoom. Mm-hmm. So tell me about what God was before. So do you understand the survey is not a pain point. It's actually just, it's a window. Um, what do you do if people tend to be negative? You punch them in the nose. Do and, you? Yeah. What do you mean? Give me an example. Well, sometimes when you talk to folks, they like, what did you think of tonight? Oh, it's good. It's good. It's a little bit long. Like, like sometimes like the first thing to come out is the, the negative. And then, so the conversation just kind of gets killed. Like, do you, do well, you try to massage out something like what, what was paused? Like, do you try to spin I, I, it positive? When, uh, I mean, actually that's a common response. So what did you think of, uh, you know, that presentation? Uh, it was good, but it was long. Uh, yeah, I, it's not my kind of style. I said, that I'll go right there. Okay. You know, like to say, do? okay, yeah, I agree. It was a little longer. So what, do you, what, what, what is it that that you found? You know, like you didn't kind of like at that. You know, what, what was kind of irritated you in that? Or what kind of presentations do you like? Like what kind of talks exactly. do you? Op- oh, and you can, you know, you can come yeah. at it. It's it's informing you. And if they're negative, if they're kind of crusty go after it with positiveness you know like say hey what do you like you know like you know what was what do you think uh, you know what do you think of the music that was awesome what didn't you think and they go yeah the music was good okay you're you're just looking don't don't allow people's kind of crustiness because that might be like you always say is kind of a smoke screen and your my job is to just be really positive and good and Mm -hmm. and and because so would you say surveying is like 
diffusing like do, would you because you yeah I, I'm I'm almost wondering if what you're what you're helping us understand is expect a lot of confusing things that you're not really sure um and you're going and you're coming and you're coming and you're going but you're you're deleting the the smoke screen you're eliminating the fog you're you it sounds like for you you the zoom is is the clarity like you you have well the said. clarity there it is you're you're the survey is just kind of getting us a, a, a window you can go in and, and and when you see that window it's kind of like okay now i want to see what that room i want to go where that room is where the clarity or the pain point or the, what is being revealed mm-hmm. so it's it's actually trying to help them unpack so uh, you know when i survey i'm just trying to figure out what I'm packing. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I want to throw into that because I think you'd probably do this. So tell me if I'm wrong. But sometimes, like if you're doing a survey. You've never been wrong, by the way. Usually, right? Someone write that down. <laughs> um, when you're doing the survey, like sometimes some people are just going through things or they have particular personalities where they're going to like right away flare up a, a big tragedy in their life or a struggle they're going through or um, – boyfriend issues or like they just kind of like there's a if you were to do the survey there's a fire burning over here and it's like a a a big issue that actually is not going to be solved with a five-minute conversation but you know that that issue is out of your (laughs) it's above your great pay grade and you can't fix that and it's it's partly a smokescreen because it's so big and dominant um that it's clouded everything they see but another conversation over here, this little tiny window is actually the, the better window to choose because they're sucking you into their <laughs> their their massive problem or issues. But you could speak life into them through a different little window. And um, so you're agreeing, I see your head nodding. But I think that's important for folks to know, like our listeners to know, because if you do the survey, you're going to immediately go like beep, 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 like there's um, a divorce imminent and um, I need to go into that. And that's um, – and I've done that too, too many times the wrong way where um, as a kind of a rescuer personality, I, it's like I just got, I got to go help you with that. And I totally can't help you with that. But I can love you and give you hope and help you find the Lord over here in a really delicate, growing way that's going to help you cope with the big thing. But there's no way that I can accompany you through – the, the big because that's going to require counseling and close friends that can be there for you on the weekend and at midnight and you know so like sometimes that survey just has to be there has to be wisdom and prudence involved in that and that's where the Holy Spirit dialogue is like okay Lord I see that fire I see that fire I see that negativity I see that attitude I think your my little inn is going to be her delight for baking well uh, you know it, it could be. I don't know. I think you're uh, bringing a good point up, and and uh, it should caution all of us is that we have to uh, deal with things based on our pay grade. What you know, what we're able to to navigate. So if it's too, if the fire is burning out of control, well, then you know the right thing is to direct them towards somebody that actually can take care of them. Mm-hmm. So, but let's just say that the person is just kind of like, um, uh, you know, they. They heard a talk. Said, "What do you think? What do you think of the talk?" And they go, "Man, you know, like uh, uh, I wish you know my husband would have been here because he's the one that needs to have it, and you know, like, and I'm always the one, you know, like, and, and the list goes on, and they just get into it, and I and I'm, I listen to it for a while, but I've surveyed 
you know, like, okay. Um, I've surveyed in light of, remember we talked about context, you know, like meaning direction, where we're going. The talk had nothing to do about her husband. And that's the security I guess we can have is like, no matter your, like our pay grade is our context of that day, like what we're leading. So that's our pay grade. So Alpha, okay, this was the content that we were, the Lord entrusted us to deliver tonight. This is the discovery source commission, whatever it is. And I say exactly four times. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And we can have that security. So like Angel's saying, there's like the park for later. There's the, wow, that's there. But um, we, what can we do today with um, the content that we were working with to deepen that grace and to believe that God had something for them. And they might avoid it unintentionally Intentionally, there's like all kinds of subconscious psychological stuff going on, and people aren't really used to being spoken to personally totally. in, in our culture. It's not, it's very foreign. So there's just, there's almost like a, ah, like, I, I'm going to tell you everything because, whoa, you're talking to me and, whoa, you're seeing me and the personal gaze of Jesus yeah. thing is going on. So there's <laughs> yeah. just like, uh, and which is beautiful. Sure. It's actually affirming, but we have to like, okay, you know, and that, you know, where am I? And and we do center ourselves in the direction of that day. Like, I'm going to go back to some of the questions from today's lesson. What was lesson four? Okay, whoa, you know, what was I actually? So back to those things, because maybe all of those emotions and all of these reactions and the issues that I'm drawing you to are actually being stirred by the Lord. Like he, he's, he wants light on those things. He wants freedom in those things. And they're almost like, you know, the woman at the well, you're saying, like they're going to say everything if, it, if they're meeting Jesus and we're really being Jesus to them. Like, yeah, all the stuff is going to come out and it's, yeah. it's a lot. I, um, I like the way you describe the pay grade as a study or the alpha, the whatever you're, okay. Just stay and so what, it. Like, yeah. So what you do, like what was going on in my mind is you're describing that kind of scenario is that, you know, if they're going off and all this and, and people will do that, mm-hmm. you know, but I say, oh, and I listen to him and I say, so what did you think of the talk? Like, it's almost like uh, I park that and I say, because obviously they're not talking about what, you know, what. what or what do you the, think when father said this? Or, you know, at yeah. lesson, you know, we, we went through that analogy to that. Like, you might exactly. have to feed back some lines and remind them. You might yeah. have to go back to your pay grade, yeah. to your content pay of that grade. day I love again. That. Mark um, that one down. Write that, that down because great. we are, that is like, we're the first responders. Yeah. We're here to deepen the grace um, of the encounter that they might be having or the exciting thing they might be experiencing. Um you know, another way to to come to the Zoom uh, is sometimes people's nonverbal, like they're very excited. They're showing up before lessons and they're lingering after lessons and they don't even realize that we realize there's been a change, right? So it's, it is an opportunity for a Zoom. Like, okay. right, let's yes. we can talk about that because I think that people will see that in Discovery and Alpha. Yeah. All over, there's the one who starts coming. There's the one who starts okay. lingering. So yeah. why? Uh, so yeah. I'm just getting all excited. I know here, you are. I'm trying to... <laughs> that- Okay. The the survey is asking questions, open-ended questions. Yep. The Zoom, the skill, is actually asking the secondary question based on the information you got from. from. Mm-hmm. So it's asking a question. It's asking more the probing question. This is where it gets uncomfortable. So the skill is actually asking the question. And you might actually – so a, a, a typical question in a Zoom situation is, um, what about that, you know, yeah. th- that stood out for you? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I really like that talk. What about that talk? Well, then they go, I liked that it was extremely personal. What about the that part that you found personal? Mm-hmm. So you could see that I'm zooming in, and then they end up going, well, 
it ends up, and this leads to our next, uh, the fourth point, is that they go, I never knew that God was personal. Mm-hmm. Because I've zoomed to, you know, what helping them to still zoom in on what is actually happening. Or I realized that God loves me. So we've helping them go from, I really like to talk, to what about to talk? Well, I liked that it was extreme. Talked about God being personal. What? What? Uh, specifically, what? What part of it? Well, he said that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. And what was it struck you about that? Well, I'd never known that about Him. Mm. And when I realized it, it just, you know, it it really, you know, I, I, this is something I wanted in my life. Or I realized, oh, I don't think I know that God loves me. Those two, what they've come down to, that number one, that opening statement, I really like to talk. Um, now you have some good information mm-hmm. to go to the next, because it is intentional accompaniment. Mm-hmm. So what what's the next? Um, I'll just point out one thing that you did right there, like did well, did, demonstrated well, is um, that the attitude, the disposition of, direction is in it because you could have picked a lot of windows in a conversation but you knew in that curriculum or that those that barriers of graces that we're trying to achieve what, what do you use that's our she's um, a good word anyway that was our, our pay grade but anyways like pay grade yes. like there's a grace that we're trying to get right so you knew to like the best um kind of like dropping uh, marbles down a plinky thing um i'm gonna choose this one because this is gonna go through the path of personal jesus that kind of thing so even though she said a bunch of like other things. things like this is going to achieve what the Lord is up to right now. I got to keep my my survey and my Zoom also Open. in line with direction and docility. Yeah, right? my pay disposition grade. is my what's role. the Lord up to here, and I'm not going to freak out about all these things because this is what the Lord is up to. And knowing with great expectations, which we'll talk about in another podcast, great expectations tells me like if the Lord comes in and does a marvelous work in this person's life. All those problems will have a totally different framework mm-hmm. and strengthening um, through their life in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So I need to do what the Lord is asking me to do right now, mm-hmm. which is to stay focused. St- it, yeah. yeah, it's first responders. What's yeah. the life threatening issues that are at play here? I don't know that God knows me, loves me, has mercy for me. We got to help strengthen that. Yeah. Strengthen. That's our next point. Strengthen yeah, is our strengthen. next point. So, you know, we often like you're saying, Algel, you get to the you get you're we're getting to that place where there there's almost a I guess it's this and I guess it's that, or I, I guess I'm afraid to give control to the Lord here. Like I'm just afraid. Wow, and yeah. and it's so like it's so special. It's so vulnerable. You're there, you get to be there. Um it, you could end with like, wow, <laughs> and that might be enough, and you hug and you know. That's too bad <laughs> if that's how you there's an opportunity to acknowledge and strengthen and and you're modeling to them this is what you can do when the Lord reveals things to you like this matters that he's revealing to you this area like you're about to for sure pray with them and strengthen and decide on some next steps not because it's your job and you have to like you get to be right there in the front line of how with them while they're discovering his revelation what he's pointing out 
and you're also showing them this is kind of what it looks like to like you 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 said some scripture at the beginning but to to press on and growing as a christian in our faith like mm-hmm. we're not always going to be there with everyone at every revelation to help yeah. strengthen everything so we need to seize that opportunity when we're with them and we get to be with them which it's like i would call it these are like the majesty of ministering moments um that you get to be in uh so we need to mm-hmm. be a leader in that encounter um to strengthen, to validate it. Uh, so, they might almost feel awkward. Probably no one has done that with them before. But if um, I can think of some examples of people, and is this what you want to do? Yeah, uh, okay, going, yeah. And, um, I never, I'm helpful. sometimes like, yeah. Don't I, do that. With your eyes, I'm like, okay, what? Um, but <laughs> we, you know, someone is sharing a fear. Like they're actually, they looked uncomfortable. I surveyed, I asked, and they said like, I guess I'm just afraid, like, I don't know to go to the left or the right in this situation. I'm afraid he's not here. Like he's not with me. And mm. we, um, we can, there's many strategics we can choose. And depending on who you are and what, what, what you're inclined to do, like I would definitely pray with them. You know, I, that would be a form of how I'd be strengthened. I'd validate that they're afraid. And I'd say, let's take some time to pray. I'd fi- pull away in a pew or find someone to kind of watch my kids. And sometimes all I can do is grab their hand and you know, make it as brief. But if I can, I would like to actually with them pray, God, we're here and we're afraid. And like, I ask you to come, come right now, speak. If a scripture comes to my mind or to their mind (laughs) or an image, it's just like that when it's like, paying attention to bringing the healing balm of the Lord, um, through, which is why we need to be praying daily and have our scripture in our back pocket, so to speak, to to seal like that experience with them and to give them a word to come back to as they continue that battle. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, this is really, yeah, it's a great example because what, in that example, what you're strengthening is what they actually are dealing with at that moment. You know, I I was having a conversation with another guy that I'm coaching, just to let you know, Um, uh, and we're... um, we were there when he talked about it. He said, you know, Andre would, you know, we'd have all these conversations and then, you know, then we found ourselves in a, in a place where, you know, I needed, I needed to be strengthened in some way. I needed, you know, I need to be taught. For example, it was something like, you know, what, what does a good conversation with my coworker look like? Or what, um, what does people reprogram? Uh, you know, really mean in the conversation. So you know, we're we're I'm asking all these questions, assuming, and then all once he, he the pain point is there, and he's saying, Andre, I don't know. And um, it was then that I would teach, I would talk, I would I would bring up the scripture, we would pray, we'd do the things that need to be done in order for him to grow, go from here to there. Or there was times where I, you know, like we celebrated again with right. prayer, with a scripture, recognizing what God is doing here. So, so there was a time of of, of strengthening, of supporting, of of building, mm. but it was relevant to where the point they were at. So he was surprised. He said, "You know, Andre, I thought you were a magician, kind of just." You know, just you know, bringing up these scriptures and doing this, you know, like, and they just seem to be they landed well. But he said, I realize you actually, you know, like, um, you had brought me to a place where many people have been, and it just it was an obvious thing, you know, like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, your your problem is that your fear. Oh, I, yeah, I've been here before. Here's a great scripture, you know, that I've used before, or. 
you know, you know, this is what a great podcast that you could listen to that would help you in this area. Mm-hmm. Or you know what? For me, I was here before. A good, you know, let's just pray over this. Um, so we're able to take care of, of, you know, their their pain point or their celebration or point. Their celebration. But what usually happens is we strengthen them based on what we think the pattern of strengthening has to be. Mm-hmm. Well, they need to know how to pray. They need to know, you know, the sacraments. They need to know, you know, this and that. So I'm going to teach them all these things. It's a pattern. It's a like program. A you know? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is a program. But what we're talking about, we're, the zooming is we're zooming into the area that needs to be strengthened. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, in the discovery study, we've zoomed in. And what is clear is that this person has never, does not see God as personal. Well, now we know we could have conversations about that with them, you know, offline, mm-hmm. um, share our testimony, um, get another person to share a testimony, maybe scriptures or, you know, invite them maybe, maybe to go talk to Father about this, you know, like whatever it might be. But the information we've been given based on the Zoom is that they don't know God as personal. This is not the time to talk to them about Jesus as God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's very, the zooming is really important for the appropriate strengthening. I think that's what you were, the point you were trying to make in that. Yeah, there's an appropriate strengthening and just something that I think as, as Catholics that I, it can sometimes be like a first impulse, but I just want to like caution us, is that when someone's going through something, the first thing to do is give them your favorite devotion. Like you should start praying this novena or you should start doing that. And there's nothing wrong with those. But it's a little bit like you're not listening to what they need. You're just seeing like, oh, my favorite devotion would be awesome here. (laughs) So you have to like really have detachment and like what's the practical tips that this person needs to trust the Lord more or or open themselves to the Lord more and, and really try to get into a practical place. Be a mom if, if you have to be. Like, have a mom. Like, what did my mom say about this? Um, and what's that practical thing? Like, I'm thinking of students that are like, well, I don't know if God is real. Maybe even people in Alpha, people in RCA. Like, I actually don't know if I believe all this God stuff. And what we do, what we put into Discovery Lesson 1 is, okay, so let's take a day and actually you're going to pretend, but for real, Jesus is a person physically beside you and you're going to spend the day with him. And talk to him like a person and relate to him as a person and imagine him there. So it's imagination, but it's true. But he's not physically coming down in that particular way. So we've found so many students in doing this little game of prayer have had profound mystical encounters actually with the Lord. And some had simple encounters. Mm -hmm. But that practical offering versus, you know, Our Lady Undoer of Knots, which I love, um, it's just not the right prescription that's right. For, for the need right there. Oh, yeah. That's actually excellent. What is the right prescription for the situation? Um, and that know. there is one. Like, and I guess that's like that, that the strengthening matters to identify that there is a something that like to strengthen what God is doing and to fan that little ember into flame. So if they are um, needing to deepen and encounter Jesus personally, like you're saying that in discovery, it's so simple. We challenge them to that to that personal thing. 
to talk to him. Um, if they had a, you know, they were at a talk or at Discovery and they are visibly excited um, that we are taking the time to do these steps and in the strengthening, just asking them, what do you think you could do? Like, what do you think you could do yeah. this week? Um, well, maybe I'll go to mass. Good idea. You should, yeah, a couple daily masses. That'd be good. Do you want me to go with you? Like any any strategic that actually they can come up with that's within the realm of a good idea, yeah. go with those, you know, I- encourage yeah. those. And if there's none, then yes, we offer some of our own, like you said, you would you would do with people you're coaching if they have no next step, but find a next step with them um, if they if they can come up with one. Maybe it was a worship song that night, and there's a line in it that just keeps speaking to them. Well, get into that, figure out why that's help them figure out why that's speaking yeah. to them through these questions and strengthen that. Yeah. So why do we do? Why are we so intentional? Like in CCO, like why do we do this? Prophetic, strategic, like what's the Lord doing? And then let's give um, a, some some bones to that. Like let's do something about it. Why well, are we not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word? Like what what's this, why can't we just listen to people and, and accompany them? Why is this this intentional accompaniment? Well, it's, uh, you know, I think this is a lesson the church needs to to, to learn um, is that God builds, uh, grace builds on nature, mm-hmm. okay? Meaning, uh, good leaders out in the world lead with intention. We can't just lead mm-hmm. spiritually and just hope that something lands. It just kind of like, oh, this is feel good about this, you know. Uh, you know, good leaders, if we want to bring someone from here to there, it's good leadership that will bring them. It's not just a spirit kind of working and, you know, just hope that something lands and, you know, like it's just all kind of, you know, it's just trusting God. Mm-hmm. No, it's very intentional. We, we need to think like leaders. You know, God has given us a good, you know, the intelligence and he's given us leadership principles. And basically what we're doing here is talking about leadership principles. Um, because just, you know, by chance, hoping things will fall, you know, like God will do what he does best, you know, and, well, that doesn't work. You know, it doesn't work. It, it doesn't work at home when we raise children. We have to be very intentional. We don't just, well, trust God, our children in God's hands. No, we were very much, mm-hmm. you know, there's principle-based. And the same thing in, with intentional accompaniment. You know, and, you know, I, I think, you know, this conversation, and it is a conversation of discovery as, you know, as we talk, of, you know, the attitude and skill of prophetic listening is an extremely important um, uh, skill or an attitude to have in today's um, church where we are not only evangelizing, but we need to raise up leaders that can evangelize. The job is so important that we can't just, it, it can't be just a small remnant. We have to grow, you know, the uh, multiplying missionaries. And so what we're talking about is, is a conversation that happens in a coffee shop between one or two people. Um, it happens in a small group setting, you know, alpha, you know, um, discovery, whatever. But it also, the same principles are what Father can have with the people that he's entrusting leading the RCIA or somebody that is training someone to lead the RCIA or a youth minister, you know, where they have a coach that is coaching them. The same principles, you know, everything we're talking about, it works it's a skill and attitude that can, anytime you're working with somebody, mm-hmm. to help evangelize them or help them grow as a leader. And so we're encouraging all of you to, um, to really take to heart and, and 
it, it is an art. Um, it's a skill that is learned. Just start. I, I, what I always tell people is start by asking questions. You know, zooming in. I mean, sorry, um, surveying, and just just do it annoyingly, but listen to the responses and then learn how to zoom in in all your leadership um, situations with your children wherever you're trying to have a spiritual conversation raising up leaders so um, thank you very much um, for being with us in this conversation Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you next time god bless thanks for joining us today if you have any questions comments queries quandaries conundrums or otherwise please email us at podcast at cco.ca If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us and subscribe, share us with your friends. Until next time, God bless.